see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. We got to add real quick, AT&T, it's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. Don't we need them? Cricket Wireless can help make things easier by making the switch, starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Legal activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See the store details. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, hit the noti notification button, be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes, as well as make sure you get in tune, get down with our Discord, where we talk about everything from gaming, stocks, culture, and everything in between. Um, I am one of the hosts on the program, Grassroots Podcast, uh, Killer BH, Brandon Hall. I am the regular Nas, AKA Vintage Siri Nas. Oh my, God. <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> Here we go. Here I'm, we go. <laughs> I'm just Jeff. Detroit <laughs> Jeff. Detroit Jeff. We have we have a, a packed house today, guys. So we have Detroit Jeff. Uh, we may get some check-ins from the illustrious tone. Siv, we never know if he talks. He's a real enigma. But we do have official <laughs> guests today. We have guests today. I want to welcome to the stage Chelsea and Frank. Hi. Um, so first and oh, foremost, that. thank you guys for joining. You guys, um, I've been open about my admiration for your relationship and just you guys' dynamic. Um, and so that's the, the point of bringing you guys onto the show. And then a plethora of other things that I, I want to talk about. Uh, first, <laughs> for me to hear, like, given my history of relationships. We're going to get into that. Why do I all of a sudden feel like a diorama in a museum? Like you guys are walking by, like looking at it. hundred percent the fish in the fish. So, so uh, in pre-production, we were laughing because we all, we obviously all have green screens and shit. And, and Chelsea and Frank just look like like they're doing an MBS uh, uh, NBC a, a fucking interview with the nice rug I and and. and, like, and like, um, Picture day back in like first and second grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the books! You gotta put the books. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like they can turn, they could turn their screen any which way and shoot and it would still look like a set. Is that purposely done or is that just how you guys are giving it up in California at this point? Well, I'm like 360 degrees old lady chic. So yeah, whatever <laughs> angle you turn, it's going to be grandma up in here. But actually, and you can't see it because I'm not going to fuck up the camera right now, but right here, that pink thing, that like mm -hmm. the sort of pink square that you see, that's actually a really gorgeous, um, old school poster from the walls of the American Apparel Corporate Headquarters that I smashed before I left. And <laughs> but it's like one of those classic, gorgeous, you know, women in a bathing suit doing something crazy, not airbrushed, just amazing. Just classic. Like, that's the only thing called a lady in here. Yeah. <laughs> everything else, the rug, the plant, everything. I'm, I, I love it. I'm definitely older than my years speak for themselves. So. Yeah, how old are you, I feel like I left twice already. Yeah, how old are you, Frank? Because that's the other thing. I know how old Chelsea go. is. Here how old go. are you? I'm 32 years old, sir. Oh, you see, yeah, this is this. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> let, let, let me let me let me 
I didn't know that, but that's why this is this is why this is great. So let me give you guys context. So um, we frequent on on an app um, called Clubhouse. Well, and it's an exclusive app. You have to get invited to it. We also frequent on a show called uh, the Go to Hell Morning Show uh, with Ariana Foss. Shout out to her. Um, and in, what'd you say? You said I'm an Ari's angel. Yeah. Uh, so that's so that's so that's the thing. Um, I'm I'm one of the tan titans. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a tan. I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm a tan titan. Never heard that. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a tan. I'm a tan titan. Um, Chelsea is is an angel. But upon us touching these stages together and and getting to know each other, we all obviously come from different walks of life and and talking. And one day I joined the show. And I, I, I heard Chelsea talking and she was talking about her experiences. Now, normally, if, if you're on a Clubhouse or just in any meeting room or, or a situation, you're either inundated or you're work, uh, working or multitasking. But as Chelsea started to talk about her relationship and just her history and just all of her accomplishments, I was astonished. Not in a negative way, but just the accomplishments as well as the comfortability. That then went to a whole nother level when I met Frank and started to talk to Frank and Chelsea on Clubhouse and heard their dynamic. Uh, now, also to the audience, as you just found out, just like I found out, there's a, there's a big difference between Chelsea and Frank, yet their union is one of the more beautiful things I think I've seen just because of how transparent they are with their past, right? Like everyone has baggage, everyone has a history, everyone has, has, has done things or, or not been the best version of themselves. And somehow they've come together to have something that's magical where they can have super duper transparent conversations where normally I've seen that uh, in, in, in different facets, but not like this. So I wanna first start by uh, saying um, that you guys honestly do give me hope in, in relationships and even balancing, um, you know, like a media life because Frank is in media. Chelsea has also done media and in corporate and everything else. Yet you guys make it work with what what what, what I would assume would be stringent uh, time constraints as well as uh, stringent maybe household things just because you're both very much you know, defining yourselves and, and doing what you want to do. So I want to first start uh, with, can you guys tell the story of how you guys met? Because it's fascinating. And I think it's one of the coolest stories. And Frank, this is really for you, just because a lot of people, we joke about it here. Everyone says I'm a prude and I'm all these things. If I put myself in your shoes, Frank, and, and, and being in, in as the, the stories get uh, told it makes me realize how cool you are, and 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 as, and, as, and as the audience hears the story, you guys will understand why we're having this conversation in the episode. So take it away, guys. Yeah, I think you should probably hear hear the story from both of our perspectives. Yeah, I want to hear both perspectives because I heard I heard it's Chelsea's like and I heard a, yeah, and I heard a little bit of yours. Um, but I didn't get to hear the entire thing because I think I had to jump off that day. And then uh, we never got to catch up. So you guys take it away. Tell the story okay. of how you guys met. Well, do you, who goes first? Do you want me to go first? Or? You should probably go first because you kind of kicked it off. So. Okay. I'll tell it in the briefest way yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, there I am at Equinox. 
I had, I was dating a couple of people on long divorced, you know, so I'm just like mm-hmm. on the dating circuit and I see literally, he just catches my eye. I see him. He's doing something crazy with somebody. He's like running top speed on a treadmill, throwing a big, heavy ball back and forth with somebody else who's running top speed on a treadmill and they're in front of each other. So one is throwing backward and one is throwing, I don't even know what the hell they were doing. It just looks super crazy to me, which of course, like that always attracts women like honey, right? When you're yeah. like doing something like that, right? That mm. sort of testosterone fill. I don't know how else to say it, whatever, but maybe that's a generational thing. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it turned me on. And get more dangerous in the weight room, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. And I've never, I swear to God, in my 49 years on this planet, I have never hit on anyone before so i don't know what lines to use i'm not really sure what to do but i'm also me i'm super confident and i'm sort of alpha in my own right so i didn't have a problem i knew i was going to walk over and try to get his attention but i wasn't really quite sure what to do so um definitely i was going to fumble that but i had this i immediately had this sense that he was going to be somebody in my life i i got a feeling or some sort of an energy from him his smile, just his demeanor, you know, just, I could see how he was interacting with people. It wasn't any of that though. It was really just, I felt something about him. Um, And so I knew that I wanted to meet him for sure. So I walked all the way across the gym floor and I said, the first idiotic thing that came to my mind, which was, you know, there could be major liability involved in what you guys were just doing. I mean, if somebody (laughs) fell, I mean, there could be all sorts of lawsuits and, you know, you really ought to like be a lot more careful in here with with that kind of stuff. (laughs) So he was like, "Mm -hmm, okay, cool. And I was like, well, I'm Chelsea. He says, well, I'm Frank. And I sort of waited around and that was that. It was sort of awkward. So I kind of walked away. And, but then I saw him again the next day and I'm nothing, I'm nothing if not persistent, honestly. I'm super scrappy and we can get into kind of my background and my path later on if you want, but I'm very scrappy. So I decided to just dive right back in the next day when I saw him at Equinox again and I walked back over and I was like, hi, do you remember me from yesterday? I'm Chelsea. <laughs> and then I think his, like everything sort of clicked in and he was like, oh, okay. So then he took over, thank goodness, right? So now, now we're on the normal traditional path of he's running the thing. So he gets my number, blah, 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 fast forward. We go on what I think are our first two dates, which he, I don't know, he'll tell his story. We worked out, we worked out <laughs> twice together. I like consider those dates because I wanted to get to my sixth date thing right away. I really wanted to have sex with him. Um, but <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm already, I'm like two down, just four to go, you know, or whatever. <laughs> And so then he, he calls me after we work out twice and he said, Hey, listen, like what other days are you free? What other nights are you free this week? Cause I really want to take you out. And I'm from LA. I'm super jaded. I mean, I was born cynical, you know, and I just like LA guys are just a whole different breed, even though he's from New York, you know, once you come here, you sort of adopt the whole LA thing. Mm-hmm. So I said to him, Oh, I'm free Wednesday night and Saturday night in my head going, he's not picking Saturday night. No man does that. He's going to pick Wednesday night, early cocktails, like this motherfucker. Right. And instead he says, I'll take both. So I was like, I'm going to fuck him on Saturday night. That's what he's going to get a reward for this behavior. Like this is good. And then that was that. And then we were inseparable. That was, that's the, 
that's from my perspective what happened but i don't know what happened right, now now before frank starts this <laughs> is how this is how you know frank is cool right because number one and this is how me and, and chelsea because chelsea it reminds me of me in the sense of just being very much like i don't i don't have lines i just be trying to be me and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't right frank somehow i would have fumbled that being frank that's why I said Frank is a Frank is a cool motherfucker to be able to be like, oh, that's what this is. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. My dumb ass, you, yo, I'll tell some stories. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm, just, yeah, I'm gonna really go like I'm gonna really go into that because my perspective of the story is really from that perspective. Okay. Because you gotta remember, like, I'm from I'm from Mount Vernon. I'm from the Bronx, like. Now, hold on, now, hold on, Frank. Not hold on, Frank. That's Frank. 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 God, you, you knew this was something. Once he thought money earning Mount Vernon, baby, I should go Frank. switch my hat. I should go switch. I, I'll ride with Frank anyway now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, that that was, that was that was that was South Knight. Right. Yeah, we gonna talk blocks and we talk blocks and all that later. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, I apologize, Frank. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But you know, I moved out here. It was like another thing talk about like the, the entrepreneur stuff and all that but you know mm -hmm. I took a leap of faith and you know in my business and all that and moved out to LA mm -hmm. wanted to pursue my fitness career my health and you know fitness business and so I get a job at Equinox right and for trainers out there that's kind of like like making it to the league in a sense like you know mm -hmm. what I mean like you would train at Equinox you the shit yeah. you know what I'm saying so I get there and mind you, orientation, they prep you the whole thing. Like, yo, you're going to be around some, some people. Um, <laughs> so keep it cool. <laughs> so they're like, keep it cool. When you're in there, mm -hmm. you keep it cool. And the moment that you don't keep it cool, you out of here. Yep. Right? So I'm like, all right, cool. Cool. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm from New York. We cool. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so fast forward now. Situation. Chelsea comes about, right? Now, I'm a member. Right? She's a I'm member. Like, right? <laughs> she's a member. I'm a trainer, right? I'm with one of my one of my homies. We doing like she's like we going crazy on the treadmills, throwing medicine balls back and forth to one, you know, right? But all I know, and mind you, I don't know true religion, American apparel. I don't know none of that, right? I just know that this is all the white lady coming to talk to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like okay. fuck, I'm stupid, <laughs> like. <laughs> I just thought it was this older white lady coming to talk to me right now and keep it cool. <laughs> right? So the first couple interactions we had we had were literally just me keeping it cool. Like she's just talking, we talking, we having casual conversation, not knowing that like I'm I'm thinking I'm just like, you know, trying to build my business up, trying to make connects, like you know what it is. But after like the third interaction we had with one another that's when she like when it clicked i was just like oh nah she's like she's feeling the good like, <laughs> i'm like oh all right so then that's when everything got kicked off we exchanged phone numbers and we started going out and then she started talking about the the, the date thing is a funny thing because we've been like it's an ongoing debate like to this day right all right, so you tell uh, me your perspective. Were, were these dates, Frank, or, or were you just trying to just hang out and Chelsea had a whole other agenda? What what right, you tell so, me? All right, so again, like, <laughs> we New York, right? Like, we New York, like, yeah, <laughs> let's talk. So the first two, like, they were hangouts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're feeling somebody out. Like, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, look, let's go for a hike. Let's go for a hike. Let's go for a run. 
oh, let's go take the soul cycle class and go do all that. Or let's he only did that because I bullied him. Into, so, like, men don't really do soul cycle. But I was like, let's take this soul cycle class. He was like, okay. But anyway. So, yeah. And I was with it. And I was with it. Yeah. So we, so we did all that. But to yeah, me, it wasn't yeah. like, our first date was, to me, when I was just like, yo, I want to take you out. I want to do this. Nah, and I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bring out the spoils when, and when, all that, yeah, right? when you actually go, like, you go in a right. ham, not just casual part, shit. Right? <laughs> not the casuals, but she counted the casuals as the dates, too. So, to me, like, to this ongoing day, I'm just like, yo, casuals don't count as dates. Like It was to <laughs> it was to your benefit, though, because we went through the cycle a lot quicker than it <laughs> well, and, it works. <laughs> it, worked, it worked out my benefits. So. Yeah. <laughs> but everything you see right now with Frank, like the smiling and the authentic, like that is Frank 100%. And that's why, like, it hit me so quickly. Like, mm-hmm. I would watch him walk around the gym before we even really went out those first couple of times. And just, he smiles all the time. He's constantly smiling. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And which is just. Got? Yeah, which is, which is like, I needed that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it went really quickly. So that's the thing. So that's, that's what led me here. So first and foremost, yes, Nas is from Mount Vernon. That was my little surprise. You guys will have your little uh, Mount Vernon uh, reunion at at, at some point. Mount Vernon's everywhere, baby. You like roaches, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like word. Um, so I wanted to talk about just the, the dynamic. You both are super accomplished. How do you balance it all? Like, we all are in our own situations, dating, married, uh, single, yet you guys are in two different worlds of sorts and somehow you guys make it work. There, It doesn't seem to be any friction at times, which I'm sure there is, that's a relationship, right? But you guys are just comfortable in your own skins, even given, your own past experiences. What what steps did you take to first, I guess, get on an even playing field emotionally and and from a communication standpoint? And then, what was the moment where you realized, oh no, this is this is this feeling wasn't just a one night stand or hey, I was attracted or no, this is I, I, this is a serious thing. Like we're doing this. Oh, <laughs> well, I can actually answer that question. And not the sex part. I mean, the relationship. No, no, part. not the sex part. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a trivial thing, but I swear to God, this is where it clicked for me. Um, I was like, I'm a terrible cook, but I do. I mean, I have to cook. I've been divorced for years, like I said. So I was a single mom to both of my kids. My kids mm-hmm. are 18 and 16 now. But I mean, I pretty much raised them on my own since I, they were five and three. And, um, you know, like your kids have to eat, but they've never liked my cooking. Nobody should like my cooking. Um, and so they're like, their main complaint is always like, why, like you put so much butter on things that like, I can still see the white of the butter. Like that's gross. Oh my like, God. See, like not enough butter, like not, not so much butter it should melt right in. And like, I don't want to see the butter. So that's been like a huge household battle from day one. Oh, mind you, mind you how kids are half black. They are. <laughs> but what does that have to do with butter? A lot, like, it really does. Okay, so, anyways, I, was that the white part or the black part that didn't want the butter show? Because, okay, well, here's the end of the story. Here's, here's the end of the story. So, so then Frank, the first time I ever really made anything for him, I think it was like just a bagel, like a cinnamon raisin bagel, which is a whole other debate, by the way. Like cinnamon raisin bagels shouldn't exist, but a lot of people like them. So that's a whole other thing. But anyways, yeah, 
I made him this cinnamon raisin bagel and I slather on the butter like I always do and I handed him and then I was kind of embarrassed because it was sort of trashy I was like sorry like let me get the butter more melted in or I'll take some of the butter off you know and he's like well why and I said well because my kids don't like it when the butter shows so you might be the same way and he said well if you can't see it like how do I know you put the butter on I mean you know, and he totally understood. That's why I do it that way. So, you know, I loved you. I put the, all the <laughs> yeah. and right then it clicked. I was like, oh, I fucking love this guy. This guy gets me to the core. I know that sounds so trivial, but. It's the little I've things that count. It's that. the little things. Uh, I never told That's the first that. time I ever heard that, but. Yeah, it kind of. Oh wait, like, this your this your first time hearing that, Frank? Yeah, yeah. I never never heard oh, it. This is fucking awesome. Yes, we're learning that shit today. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, I've never it. actually heard her say that. Nobody ever, so. nobody's ever asked me that question before. When did I? When did it click for me? But right then, it clicked for me. Like, and I know it sounds so crazy. That's such a trivial story, but it was just he really got me. Here's somebody from a completely different place yeah. who, and a totally different. You know, the get age gap is so crazy. Forty nine to thirty two at this point. You know, I mean, that's mm -hmm. just insane. And but I mean, the way that he gets me I feel so automatically comfortable with him mm -hmm. and I'm a total ambivert right I'm an introvert with extraordinarily well-faked extrovert skills <laughs> so I don't I charge alone I get drained outside you know that's why this whole thing has been kind of a rejuvenating for me this whole inside thing but yes. but with Frank like I, this is I don't know how else to say this so it's not going to sound right but I'm alone when I'm with Frank like he's just a part of me we are I get it that's you know what I'm saying like we're, I get it I'm so comfortable with him. I was so automatically comfortable with him. And so what for me, what, what made it work from the beginning was that we constantly have conversations about our dynamic and our logistics and what what's the next move going to be? What's the next five moves going to be? And how am I going to react? And so how are you going to react to that, you know, and make me feel comfortable? We constantly have those conversations, but in different from other relationships, it's not intense or work. It's just us freely having constant check-ins with each other and conversations, you know? I mean, so if, I don't know, I guess it's communication, I guess, is that's the really long way of saying it, but really organic, comfortable conversation. It doesn't, it's not a fight. It doesn't feel like I needed to plan it or we need to talk and have a seat and talk. It's just constant free flow of that stuff, you know? And when we've had tension, it's when that's broken down, you know? Um, yeah. But that's, I don't know. How about, what do you think? Um... Well, damn. Sorry. No. <laughs> I, I've been known to suck a lot of air out of a room, so sorry, babe. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that was good. That was, that was a yeah. lot. <laughs> that actually, yeah, it was good. What do you I, think, I, Frank? I, actually, not to cut you off, Frank, how does that make you feel hearing that for the first time? And I don't want to get all Dr. Phil and shit because I want to get into other things. But the reason why I say that, because not being there, obviously, that made me feel good, meaning because it made you feel good. Does that make sense? Like you were, I saw the way you looked at, at Chelsea, like, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, like the butter did, all right. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, it was more cool that she said that, and it's the first time I heard it, but it's also like very true. Like, it's kind of like the incumbents of our relationship. It's kind of like, we can, we can almost like think for one another. Like yeah. we, can, we speak for one another. Like we can kind of like, and, Honestly, for me, that's when I knew it clicked. Like, you know what I mean? I, know I you never mean. had that with a woman before. Like, mm -hmm. I never had, like, more, more times than not, you were in relationships. And it's like, and even for, like, relationships that ended, then they weren't necessarily bad. But, 
mm-hmm. you never really felt connected with that person. You never really felt weren't like on the same page. Yeah. yeah, or on the same page or just in the same trajectory or of just like ambition of life or just anything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's just like and when I realized that I had like my partner, mm-hmm. that's when it really like clicked. You know, uh, it wasn't just like it wasn't just like all right, here's this a woman that I'm dating, or now eventually I'm like married, or like you know what I mean? Yeah, you felt it. It became a partnership. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's dope. Yeah, and that's when it was just like all right, like this is like I guess this is what everyone and this is another debate me and her have like what what's love or what like in love means and all other shit. But for me and my definition of it is like when you find that person that can be like the representative of you when you're not around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope. That's a dope like, definition. That, right. That's a, that is a powerful, that may be the most powerful way I've ever heard someone explain love. Yeah. So, and as far as I want to be represented in life and what I want to be for people to see out of me, you know, she encompasses all those things. And it's, you know, and it, and it's and it's weird in a sense because it's like, you know, like you brought it up before, like our age difference and like our just dynamics and like like she grew up in LA, I grew up in New York, like yeah, like but even know, that, like, if, I'm, if I'm being honest with the age, I would have never even thought that just because you both every time, even in pictures, like even though you know pictures are staged and all that shit, it it never looks fake. Even when you guys talk, even when you guys are just kicking it, like even when we 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 kicked it over the phone, like it it's always just it's it just it's just real to me. You know what I'm saying? So I could get how how when when you say that, but again, that say that again. What you said about love, that shit is was a powerful <laughs> statement for real, for real. Uh, like literally though, it's like you want to have that person that's the representation of you when you're not around. Like so, I don't have to be in a room for anyone to know me. So that's why I think that's why you, Ariana, like say, all oh, you guys kind of like gravitate to me is just because it's like, whether I'm in Clubhouse or not, like I'm there because she's there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't, I'd never feel compelled to even have to be there because whatever I'm gonna say, she's gonna say. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's, that was the one thing that I gathered from you guys, that the story swapping that they that they had, their, their previous ex- experiences, good, bad, and different, the ugly times, the crazy times. Like, you guys tell fucking crazy stories, but that was, that, that was great. Um, I, I, I don't, because I, I know how I could talk to, like, like Chelsea, so I want to give the floor to, to, to Wilson Wayne or anyone else that, that has any sort of relationship questions. And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm doing this is because I feel like as me and my guys, we're, we're, we're getting older and we're, we're doing more work, it's becoming more and more difficult to maintain or keep work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And somehow, you two have figured it out. And uh, coupling that in with mental health, uh, coupling that in with uh, self-awareness and, 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 and things like that, I feel yeah. like us as a whole, like as a unit, um, we've all been through stuff. So I want to give you guys the floor to ask some questions too, because but, it- Yeah, I was going to say, but I can I can tell you, I mean, sorry, and I'd love to hear your questions, but I mean, just on that point of work-life balance, yeah, I don't do, think, like- I don't think we have it all figured out. We don't, but but also it's, um, it's not that, um, oh, it's so easy for us or whatever. I mean, you have to remember and give yourself some grace. I, we are at sort of opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of our career paths. I mean- I came through it already 
Oh, by the way, I am early divorced. I was married to my first husband for seven, eight years, whatever it was, but we got divorced in the throes of the craziest part of my career path. I was, uh, we got divorced during my lap year when I was up for partner at my law firm. I'm a recovering lawyer. So I used to, I was a partner at the biggest law firm in the world for a couple of decades. I ran mergers and acquisitions. So I just bought and sold companies. And I mean, I was, it was the year that I was up for partner that I initiated my divorce. So because we were both younger, um, you know, I mean, staring down the barrel of a gun in terms of what the next few years of each of our careers was going to look like, super intense, got divorced, then went through, if you can believe in an even more intense period in my life when I was the CEO of American Apparel and then the CEO of True Religion. So, I mean, I got all of that and some of that overlapped with, with Frank, but most of that was before. Right. And so now I wouldn't say I'm retired. I would say I'm sort of in sort of semi-retirement in a sense. I sit on public company boards for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an executive in residence with a pre-IPO stage MarTech company. Like I do things that don't take up my full time and I've established myself and I don't, I'm not flexing. I don't mean that to, that's not an egotistical. Yeah. Statement. You'd be I have home. My reputation you, yeah. Out there. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he, and so I've done that. So that part of building capital in my career path is, is over. So to be fair, if I was, if I was, and he's doing that, you know, he's building a huge company, he's building it bi-coastally. I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot going on. He's got a lot of people working for him. There's a lot of, you know, you know, plates that he has spinning. If we were both at it at the same time right now, to be fair, it would be, I I was divorced early from doing that already. Right. So, I mean, sometimes it's a timing thing, you know? Yeah, it really is. Like I was going to say, I don't think we really have it all figured out because like, I'm still learning shit on the fly. Like I'm still learning how to like run a business, how to do it bi-coastally. Like she's saying, like I'm in New York every weekend. Mm -hmm. that's a recent thing you cannot imagine the conversations we've had about that yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah i can can only imagine (laughs) i can only imagine i mean again i'm a tour kid so i've 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 dealt with my my fair share of uh what's happening where are you or you know damn you're you're away again like i I, I thought we'd be able to do something yeah it's okay i mean we actually worked it out so actually it's fine but yeah i mean that took a lot of planning yeah it took yeah. yeah it takes a lot of patience and really to her credit a lot of understanding is because I don't I don't think a lot of women in her position would I mean they wouldn't because I've been in those relationships already so they wouldn't understand like the life of someone who's travels for work mm-hmm. and has bigger vision and bigger dreams of what he's doing currently at the moment yeah so to her credit, she a lot of understanding goes into it, a lot of communication, which I'm not the best at. <laughs> so that was gonna be my question. Who's the communicator? I'm realizing in relationships that there has to be one person that will push for the communication. There's always a shutdowner, and then there's always the one person in a relationship that is not the shutdowner, meaning like you completely shut down, but you 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 push through. So I'm assuming yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea is the one because Frank is like, yeah, she's the one. She's the one. <laughs> shuts down um he I just, just pick, i pick and choose the times when i like yeah, open up that's right it, and sometimes right. it's not always the most convenient times so that i'm like frank wants to talk you know and so i'm like kind of about it like everything yeah. else has to be on hold right now because mm-hmm. i want to hear what he has to say 
Because yeah. whatever he says, it's been rattling around in his brain like a marble. And, you know, like you definitely want to hear what it is because he doesn't just say stuff without thinking about it first. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I'll just start talking real time, you know, and I, so that's why my point of view might change in the course of a conversation, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm giving it all to you real time. Um, yeah, so it's not, he doesn't shut down. I think he just, a lot of times he assumes, like harken back to the earlier part of this conversation, he assumes I know exactly what's in his brain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can't possibly know that, you know, Got so it. You, but he'll say things sometimes where I'm like, damn, oh my gosh, is that, that's your, that's how you feel about that. I could have never guessed that that was your perspective on mm-hmm. that. You know, a lot of that happens when we talk about music. <laughs> that's true. When we talk about music, she's like, wait, you heard that? And I'm like, yeah. In the lyrics or whatever. I'm like, that's what I heard. I'll, what'd you hear? <laughs> anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to deviate us off the path. No, yeah. not, not, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Man, with with all I this talk about love, it, it's it, it's got me thinking about my uh, failing love life in the midst of this pandemic. Um, and <laughs> how, not, not to smile and laugh when you said that. No, no, no. I mean, it's true. And and how crucial like dating apps have been, Chelsea. I see that you you know you're on the board for Spark Networks mm-hmm. that deals with like dating apps and everything, right? Mm-hmm. You think people's perspectives are starting to change on dating apps? Like they're more so essential as opposed to just a way to find a hookup you cannot imagine how much better we did in 2020 than in previous years so well, yes another board of a public <laughs> company called spark networks we're trade on the new york stock exchange our ticker is love for obvious reasons because we own a bunch of the big dating apps and you just um people are you know you can track a lot of the activity and you can sort of see what people are on there for and as a lot of you guys might know, or folks out there listening to this who are in retail, you know, the cost to acquire a customer for the first time is really high. So the first time or the only time customer is not really the the best customer. You want repeat business, right? That That's when the cost reduces almost down to zero and you're just making gravy off of that customer. That's what's been happening on our apps, you know, ever since the pandemic hit people are just constantly returning. So they're not necessarily returning because the date they went on or whoever they were hooked up with on the app didn't work out. They just like the interaction. It's a lot more about this new space kind of social interaction where, and you see it on a lot lot of the apps that are developing so-called like friend parts of the app or business networking parts of the app. People are just getting on there to have some sort of interaction. Yeah. You know, um, and you're absolutely right. The stigma of meeting somebody online almost completely dropped away during the course of the pandemic. Because where are you supposed to meet somebody if nobody's outside? Two, there was some judgment. It's dripping away a little bit now, but there was some judgment in terms of, oh, you you actually did meet somebody outside. Like, how did you meet someone at first? <laughs> Why were you outside? Was your mask on? Did you go on a date? Like, did you talk? Did you have sex with that person? I mean. There's been a lot of judgment in terms of face-to-face interactions, you know, which is starting to ebb a little bit now that things are opening up a bit. But um, that was all just fantastic for dating app, the dating app world in particular, which is why you saw Bumble just go through an incredible IPO, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, just an absolutely astonishing IPO and their levels have really held. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been phenomenal. And I, and, and I think that, the other thing that's good for, so putting aside the business side of it, but good for people like you, if you're on the app, is that because it's become so much more popular and accepted, 
the thing that makes a dating app successful for the users is happening in abundance right now, which is a ton more people are flocking to all of the apps. Yeah. And, and, and you have to know that across board, and of course we talked to the folks at the other dating app companies, there's nobody that, there's hardly any users of these apps that just go to one. If they're gonna go to one, they go to all. You have to have them. I feel like they wanna broaden their <laughs> So you now there's like so many more, exponentially more people on these things. And that gives people who use it a much better shot at finding the person or the person for right now, you know? Yeah. It's funny how at each app, you can find a different kind of person too. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I've been on a bunch of them. I've, uh... <laughs> you know, the playlist, you know, the apartments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I remember before, like, the pandemic, like, if you told someone that you were on, like, a dating app, they would look at you like you have an OnlyFans page. Like, yeah, but can I be honest with you guys? All I, think I, the worst. I, I was that person, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be transparent. Um, so... Oh. So for me, with dating apps, I've never been on a dating app. I've never used it. I've seen them. Um, but I, I know a lot of people that use these dating apps just to have sexual intercourse with people. <gasps> and, and I know, shocker, right? And um, so the thing is, a lot of my experiences with them are third-party experiences, meaning like they'll be like, oh, I like this person or I like this guy, this girl, or whatever the case may be. And then they take it serious. And then they get hurt. And then, it, you know what I mean? Like, I think my problem that I had with da dating apps, which I still kind of do have them being transparent, is just that the filter. Because people do go on, on these apps trying to find love, trying to, to look for companionship where the, uh, the agenda is a little different on the, the, the other end. And it hurts people, mm -hmm. uh, transparently. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen people really get hurt by it, where they... they you know, been talking to these these people for X amount of time. And, you know, I really like this guy. I've been talking to him for so long. It's like, oh, I went out on a date with him. It's great, blah, 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 blah. And then come to find out, you know, there was an ulterior motive, never hear from the person again. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's those experiences where I've heard those experiences more so than the positive ones for me. Have I have I heard the positive ones where people have fallen in love and, you know, and, and, and lived happily ever after? Yeah, I, I know a couple right now met similar to, to you guys, but they, they purposely met at a club, first time ever meeting. Um, they kissed that night and she's been with him ever since. We'll, we'll wow. never be, be without him. She said she deleted the app. <laughs> she said she has no use for it. She said it served its purpose and that was it. So I, I, I do think it's possible. I'm trying to not be a, uh, as, as closed-minded, I think, to it as I once was, but it's still not my thing. Happens in the real world. I mean, you can meet somebody and think that you're dating, and then they ghost. I mean, that's not just an LA thing. You guys have the ghost out there, right? Yeah. Ghost yeah. is male and female. I mean, that definitely happens. Or you find out you got used, or you know, whatever. Shit doesn't work out. They don't know how to tell you, so they just disappear. I mean, it happens all the time. People have one night stands, and somebody gets more attached than the other. You know, so. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we can necessarily put that in the dating app. And I'm not defending dating apps. I've also yeah. been dating app, you know. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't put me on that board because of my experience in that industry. They put me on for a whole bunch of different reasons. You know? yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so I don't I don't know if that's specific to to dating apps, you know, because it's just Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's specific to dating apps, yeah. but just 
I guess the the percentage, but now I guess, and that's what I, I'm, I'm. That's why I'm I'm so much like you in that sense, Chelsea, because I I can have that stance right now, or I've had that stance, but as I filter it through and start to think about it in real time, I I can get the benefits of it. Um, yeah. I just I just would never do it, honestly. Yeah. Just I mean, I see I see the future in dating apps, like and dating oh, apps shit, for real? at this level right now. Yeah. I'm getting me. Pretty, I mean, I'm never. Not I'm, your future. Not my future. Yeah. <laughs> Watch your words. Watch your words, Frank. Watch your words. I was about to say, it. Frank, 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 be careful that it's still about to say it. <laughs> uh, let me let me be careful my words. But like business wise, I see the future in dating apps because as we've seen last year, like we've been prepped to stay inside mm-hmm. and we've been prepped to be comfortable with this with the idea of a digital world now. So. dating is going to become digital in a sense like you know what I mean and we've kind of got the seasoning of it with the dating apps and we're used to interacting and meeting people like we have apps like Clubhouse now we could literally just like get in rooms and a group of us can talk and like Zoom's had the biggest couple years of its like Mm-hmm. Since inception, you know what I mean. Clubhouse so, almost is a dating app for some people. I mean, all of them are yeah. dating, the dating apps. So I was like, everything's all, a dating app. Right, if it's got a messaging application. App. It's a dating app. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're able to get a community of people in one place for a lengthy amount of time, it can be a dating app. So the, the future of dating apps is going to be crazier than what it is now. Once we start getting into AR and VR technology. Um, mm, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, you know, like when we, I think we actually that. get into like Me neither. these cool. de- decentralized, decentralized like virtual worlds and shit like that. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, once, I mean, I'm we're talking getting crazy, into his crazy. favorite topic now. Okay. Yeah. Yo, and this is <laughs> why I want to talk to Frank because I didn't even think about that shit, Frank. I, I listen. I believe in Skynet. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, <laughs> I'm hearing what you're saying. So I we're clear. <laughs> I believe in Skynet, yo. I'm serious. We talk yes. about it on the. Sh- Listen, I like yeah. the idea of Skynet. No, you guys are probably scared of it. Yeah, but I no, like I'm it. like, I'm, I'm, I'm a full believer in all like what we're gonna be in like two, three thousand ten or whatever. What this world's gonna look like? Like, I, I'm a full believer in that. And I'm like, here. dating app just gonna be like the beginning. I hope I'm here. I'm gonna try to preserve myself for that. You're gonna see Robo Frank walking around. <laughs> <laughs> but but, would, it, but um, would it? Would it be you? Yeah. Would it be you if you free? Okay, if the essence of Frank. I, I mean, who knows? Like, would it be me? Would it not be Actually, me? Actually, but... <laughs> you guys want to know something crazy? I sit on, I'm on the advisory board of an AI company called Inheritance, um, which was founded by the CTO of SpaceX. Um, so he's like with Elon and all of those people, right? And that company eventually is developing AI technology where they are going to, I'm going to say this in a way that isn't specifically true, but this is the concept. They will capture your soul. Mm-hmm. Not really, of course, yeah, but yeah. through collection of all sorts of data, information, the way you are in, on camera, you know, interviews, whatever, they'll take, they'll collect a bunch of data over the course of your life, be able to build an avatar that is AI backed, that responds um, not just to pre-planned questions, but can actually just have an organic fluid conversation with you and can answer questions, guessing intelligently the way that you would have answered those questions or had that conversation in life after you're dead. Didn't they have, do they have something like that in Korea? I've seen something like that in Korea, in South Korea. definitely some competitor. Yeah, there's some competitors nipping at their heels. For sure. There's like two or three in the space. Right. But, but that's called inheritance. So it's not like, it's not far off that you could walk in and have a conversation with an avatar 
with your great, great, great grandfather long after he's gone and just be like, yo, like I'm having this issue. And I know that I saw that you were in this particular business. Like, how would you guys have handled this back in your day? You know, and he can give you some insight into historical perspective that might play into how you want to handle the issue now or, That'd be or dope. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think in certain situations, it could be too soon. Like you got to leave some time to grieve. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like if your yeah. parent like just passes away and then all of a sudden the AI the AI comes walking through during the funeral, like <laughs> that's like pet cemetery, but too much. Like, yeah, we're not doing pet cemetery, grandpa. Honestly, I mean yeah. when when she like first put me onto it, it sounded crazy. Because <laughs> I was just like, yo, how the hell are you gonna have like I, I immediately think of like, yo, we're gonna have George Washington coming back and you can like Tell us like what was really going on in like 1877. Like he is he really gonna come clean about what he was doing back then? Like, <laughs> you know, so you know, what if you could, but what if you could talk to Malcolm X and say, what do you think about what's going on right now? And do you have any words of wisdom or I kind of have an idea what Malcolm X would think yeah. what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they, if they do do these AIs, I just hope that they make them with no strength, or else we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. They could hurt us physically. But if you they're if gonna if you're doing yeah, if you're doing we, celebrities, who gets Who's getting paid? Where where the rights at for those images? Yeah, well, they the the person and he is working with a couple of celebrities, and I just can't remember if it's publicly disclosed yet or not, so I'm not going to say who. But um, the the celebrities pay for it. Um, It's a service slash product, so the that's how the company generates revenue and ultimately profit. Um, But then the the person themselves owns that they bought that they bought that service slash product so they own that they own those rights they're not giving away the rights to their lives now Mm. questionable you know right like if you're able to build this you wouldn't be able to because of the way the technology is built but if you were building it for a george washington right is that in the public domain do his descendants own that i don't know i mean that's a whole other conversation but (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it, it, right now, this is very much a um, consumer good or service. So whoever buys it, owns it. Yeah, not to cut you off, uh, Nas, because I know you're going to say something. I just have a quick question. Y'all don't get scared about that stuff? Like, like I get I get freaked out about, um, like, the mechanical uh, sex dolls that they're, that they're coming out with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> That's what I wasn't expecting that one, were you? I know that that's an extreme, but I, my crazy ass, I think what happens if that fucking doll wakes up? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It just, I, I like, uh, Westworld. I robot. <laughs> Westworld. <laughs> It'll be Westworld. If sex, sex doll wakes up in the morning, goes through your iPhone, that should be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you now have to defend whether you're cheating or not to a robot. <laughs> think sure. about that. <laughs> Are they that? Or, I thought they were just like rubber. They, they don't talk blood. back. They're that they good. Don't, they don't. <laughs> they're, 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 they're that good. Exactly. <laughs> no, to me, the biggest concern is that society's emasculating men nowadays. Mm-hmm. This is giving men an option to have women without women, mm-hmm. which eventually gets into the whole population issue. Because, well, mm-hmm. if men men stop procreating with women, mm-hmm. because they have these real life sex dolls that they have one-time investments on. I don't know. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. And truth be told, there We're is already on a slope. There's yeah. going to make it illegal. This is male and female, okay? But this is definitely a thing on both sides. You, If you rely on, like, yourself too much for sexual pleasure, whether it's with a toy or just yourself, you know, it will be very difficult for you when you step back into um, human-to-human sexual interaction. 
It just mm. is like, it is definitely a thing. That's why they mm-hmm. tell women not to like rely too much on vibrators. I mean, we're not getting into this conversation, but, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and that same thing. Right. So it mm-hmm. does, you're, you're absolutely like right. Like porn addiction, like yeah. all those things, like yeah. they, they, they taint like your livelihood in a sense. Like, no, but I think, I think everyone is some way at some point in their life, lives rather um, was addicted to porn. Like, and the only reason I say that is just because naturally and innately we're all sexual beings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there, you can't tell me that you don't watch a, a, a scene in a movie or something and you may briefly get turned on or even aroused, but then you snap back to reality, but it happens. You know what I mean? I think, I think addiction to porn would be something completely different to where in real life, your experiences with someone one-on-one isn't enough because it's not the extreme that the porn is. Right. Yeah. God. Okay. So, I get what um, Don John. Wait, what happened? What's the movie? Don John. It was the movie. I forget the, <laughs> the, the dude that was in it. You've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah, it had yeah. That dude, but it had Scarlett Johansson in it. Mm-hmm. And the dude was dating, he, he had a porn addiction or whatever, but he was dating Charlotte Johansson. So every like time that they would go out on a date or whatever, they would come back, have sex or whatever, then he would sneak out the room Go into the bathroom, go watch porn, and go get another nut off. Uh, and he was doing that throughout the whole. You said nut on air just now. I just. Want to- <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. No, no, no. It's, okay. it's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But Jessica Gordon Levitt. Yeah. He would. He would go. Um. He would go get his. Uh. You know. Go to the bathroom, do his thing, and eventually she caught on to what he was doing at the end of the movie, and then she broke up with him. The moral of the end of the movie was. The porn, like he went to rehab at the end and all other stuff. Like he, yeah. the porn addiction was affecting his life. Which yeah. is funny lost because lost all that, years later, I mean? ScarJo was in that movie, her with with Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. She was a disembodied yeah. AI woman, mm-hmm. whatever, however she identified. I think she eventually identified as all of humanity, but right. you know, <laughs> interesting how it all comes back full circle. It definitely comes full circle. <laughs> It's Skynet. Listen, listen, don't get me talking about Skynet, aliens, ghosts. I I could tell y'all some shit. Like, I believe in it. I've I've had my own experiences. I I don't care if anyone thinks I'm crazy. These guys, again, we've been through a lot. They've seen some pictures and things. We've seen your proof. Yeah, like, for real, for real. So, and I was, I was, uh, and and this was only maybe in, in, in recent years, maybe six, seven years, I was very much the person that was like, ah, none of this shit's real. I don't believe in aliens. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in... No, no, no. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think like that anymore. <laughs> I, got, I got a better question for you. Do you think you're an alien? Yo, all right. So if we're going to get into it, if, all right, if we're going to get into this shit, oh right? Oh, <laughs> man. How much time do you guys Bra- have? Brayden's triggered. Yeah, I'm triggered. All right. So, so listen... Cooking, baby, I'm cooking. Yeah, if we're, yeah, you're cooking, you're cooking, cracking. Yeah, put the, the X-Files, right Siv, put the X-Files behind Brandon yeah, right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, 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 we're going here. Fuck it, I knew Frank would do this. All right, so look, <laughs> if I'm being honest, if I'm being super honest, and to the audience, to the viewership, to the listeners, what I'm going to say is, is very, very high level. Some of you may not get this. I'm assuming a lot of you will get it, though. Mm-hmm. I would- honestly think starting with this pandemic, that it's a do-over. Meaning, I feel like the world did something purposely. I feel like we were on, uh, uh, we were, and not even from a presidential standpoint, anything like that. I'm just saying leading up to everything. 
I feel like this was, it's a huge reset for us. I feel like we're living our second lives where we're, we're being given an opportunity to um, really, I guess, be our true authentic selves. So the, the lives that we lived in, in the past, meaning 2020 or whatever, those were, those were your experiences, right? Like it, you're, you're, you're supposed to, I kind of feel like this is some sort, some, some form of reincarnation, if that makes sense. And I know that that sounds crazy, but a lot of the experiences, at least that I've experienced, they're, they're, I, I thought that they were deja vu moments and they're not. Like a lot of the, the, the even the way I, I think, and even I have a newfound appreciation for, for life, people, love, like we've never had this kind of talk on 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 our show. That's what I'm saying. Like even just this, I want I want people to hear. This. I want people to hear. <laughs> oh, you gotta stop that, Jeff. You gotta stop that, Jeff. You gotta stop the rights to that. Oh, he was digging. I think I'm crazy. he was like homo. <laughs> I, I know that sounds crazy. But Brandon, are you an alien? That's what Frank so wanted I'm, to know. So I'm leading to my point. I don't think that it's a coincidence that we're seeing more and more extracurricular activities in the world. Like there's more extraterrestrial. Uh, no, no, but I'm saying extra I wasn't gonna do it. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, sorry, but you, you <laughs> I guys know what I mean. I sit yeah. on the board of the English literature department at UCLA. So I'm yeah. I am the arbiter of words, but I was like, I'm not gonna do that here. And that's and, and yeah, I No, I, Chelsea, I, you can do that here. I can't him no. I kill I kill words. I have uh, I'm the typo king. Um, and, yeah, and I have a fucking lisp, so I have a lot of problems I have to worry bro, about, I right? Gap my teeth, bro. Like, yeah, back, it's like, bad to be with her. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, that's why, that's why I fuck with you, Frank. It, don't text, don't woman, text so the word, don't text the letter U, spell it out. Well, yeah. no, I don't do that. That's the cardinal sin. No, I like you. Oh, come on, yeah. man. I have so many like that. You know how much fast you can type without them two letters, bro? When should you get an apostrophe for it's, you know? Yeah. When is, is it the, the there versus the there? I mean, yeah. just so many things like that. So yeah, I, I, I said um, this year I was going to make a, a, a conscious effort to, to really pay attention to that because I'm educated, but I really don't care much like Frank. I'm, I'm just trying to get to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm My brain is going a thousand miles per minute, but I do realize yeah. that it matters. Well, it matters. It matters because until the world is completely turned upside down and one day I hope that it is, there are still <laughs> decision makers. You know, there are, also, there are still um, people that have control over your path to a certain extent if you want to get into a particular room, if you want to get into mm -hmm. the boardroom, right? If you mm -hmm. want to go run a big public company, um, whatever. I mean, there's still a room where it happens and there's gatekeepers to that room. Mm -hmm. And those people have perfect grammar, punctuation, and pronunciation, yeah. period. They just yeah. do, unfortunately. Now, there could be a day when verbiage changes and that's not going to so much matter because we all understand exactly what you were saying in the moment when you said yeah. that mm -hmm. but right now there's still some arbiters up there you know yeah. and it's just the way of the world if you want to get into those rooms if you don't mm -hmm. want to get into those rooms it really doesn't matter you know right. but they're so, looking they're still looking and judging and it doesn't matter what's on trend or who's gaining popularity or power or whatever they're still like mm, but they cannot write a great memo yeah yeah that matters so i want to answer two questions so first i do believe in aliens i think uh i think we are walking around a few people that are aliens honestly i do think that um especially since the government it, it, past year came out and said yeah there's aliens yeah we've been testing certain things we like they've the, the fact that the government w w which has been so tight-lipped about any of these 
sort of secrecies when you think of you Area 51 and and um, I don't know if you guys ever watched that Bob Lazar uh, document uh, documentary, but that's another good documentary. Uh, just for you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, but I don't think there's any secret or or um, I think now it's to the point where there's so many things happening where the government has to start making us aware. And no. so to answer your question, Frank, I would not be surprised if they start to say, well, look, hey, guys, there there are, like, I would not be surprised at this point. Like, I never no, even thought that, that there aren't. That, it, that's what, the universe that's is huge, maybe not in our galaxy, right? Yeah, like yeah. That. In the year. I, I'm not, I've never been one of those people to be like arrogant or ignorant enough to say like we're the only things walking around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't so, believe uh, The government did say that they have vehicles that were not made on this this planet. Mm-hmm. So allegedly. That's that's pretty much disclosure. Yeah, I've been reading that wasn't made on this planet. Okay, so two movies, Oops. if you guys haven't seen them, see Contact, a really mm-hmm. old movie with Jody Foster. So good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of my favorite movies. He hates it. I don't know why. And it didn't get great reviews. Interstellar. Interstellar. Yo, yeah. you don't, Frank, you don't like Interstellar? He doesn't fuck with yeah. it. He doesn't like talking. He likes action. Oh, yo, nah, man. Frank, <laughs> please. <laughs> please, Frank, listen, bro. Go no. watch Interstellar. Go watch it again. <laughs> this is right up your alley, dude. It's Interstellar. Go yeah. watch Interstellar. It's it's got everything. It's got it's got it's got other people. It's got conspiracy, right? Yeah. He didn't talk about planning and plan B and all that, right? Or whatever it was called. I mean, it's got all the elements. It's got rocket ship. It's got space travel. It's got a black (laughs) hole. I mean, for Christ's sake, it's got a it's got a tsunami. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a lot going on. Right. Like I like (laughs) even though all that stuff is my stuff. Like I like more like action with it you know what God. i mean like, I like a little more like something that's gonna keep me like engaged with it so i'm more into like the marvel movies and, like, got it got it i could get into that too i want yeah, to you know hold I mean? on before before i forget i wanted to ask you chelsea and frank a question uh going back into the our earlier conversation mm-hmm. have any one of you ever had to for lack of a better word check a friend because of your age gap or like a passive aggressive mm. kind of comment. That oh, I, Chelsea, Chelsea, you're dating him, and not. I'm just talking about from an age standpoint, not from a racial okay. standpoint. I'm just a, from an age standpoint. Well, I've had both. Oh, I've had the too. racial had thing too. too. Oh, big time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. 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 I mean, I had one you time. Well, no, you go first, and then I'll go. Yeah, it's all you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paper. You threw the scissors. Paper. I'm paper. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, I got mad stories actually. Uh, but so much. Just a few of them that would kind of like resonate. Like I remember, remember we went to Roscoe's that day. Yo, (laughs) yo, we went to Roscoe's one time. That was insane. And this is probably this is like in the beginning of our relationship. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, if you've been to Roscoe's, you know Roscoe's is one of those. You just pull up, get to Roscoe's, you just eat real quick. Get about your day, keep it moving, right? Remember, there's two mm-hmm. Roscoe's in LA. So this is not the trendy one in Hollywood that all the tourists go to. This is the real Roscoe's. Right. Oh, the real Roscoe's. I've never been to the real Roscoe's. I've only I've only been to the trendy one. I've never been to the real one. I gotta yeah, go. I think I went to the trendy That's one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pico Roscoe's is different. They... <laughs> but that it kind of goes into the story that I'm about to tell, right? Okay. So mm-hmm. me and her walk in and you know, we go see whatever. We were literally sitting in that restaurant for about two hours. Minimum. Two hours. And only thing we got served were drinks. 
That was it. Like we wow. walked in, we walked in. People that were sitting there already, they got up, left, replaced the table. Then people got up, ate, left. By the third, fourth round, of people that came out, I was like, yo, home, something, something right here. <laughs> After they even finally took our order, they never came back with the food. Right. So we got up and left. And I was after an hour. We sat there. They never brought it. Came and took our order, then let us sit there for a whole nother hour and never even brought the food. That's so the I was like, oh, something. So then I, you know, I'm just like, fuck this. We out. We get up and walk. We walk out. She's yeah. like, oh, what about the drinks? Like, oh. I'm like, man, fuck them drinks. Like, yeah, that's, 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 I think that. That's the only time I've ever not paid for something. I felt so crazy, but in a way, I felt so justified. And I was like, we're dining and dashing. Oh my god, I've never. Been. We didn't even dine. <laughs> we didn't dine. Right. We just drank and dashed. Yeah, I'm about to say y'all drank and dashed. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. that's good. But, <laughs> but even just like little stuff, just like. More so with like the age different thing. It's just like in the beginning, like my mom was like, you know, I don't have kids. She has kids. I don't have kids. So right. you know, first thing is just and like, I'm done. Right. So you know, <laughs> Frank, what, what, Frank, Frank, what, Caribbean, what, Frank, what Caribbean island are you from? Jamaica. Jamaica. I'm actually the first person in my family born in America. So my whole family's from Jamaica. Yeah, okay. so I, I know they had quite they had a lot of uh <clears throat> <clears throat> Frank, <laughs> <laughs> definitely a lot of oh, so no grandkids, no no grand picnic, no. no. <laughs> like, dog, like what you want from me? Like, <laughs> Wait, now were you protective of Chelsea when you when you introduced her to your mother and and your family and you brought yeah, her back? I mean, to, to this day, I'm still protective of her because it's like I don't know. I just always have that like that protective side of me, like. I'm, mm people that are like closest to me that i care about he's so a leo I, I tend not to care about too many people uh, you're a leo about. ah that's so what like, I, I i tend to be like my like family and my my cult right. right. so his pride my, my pride you know what i mean so <laughs> like i every situation i feel like even when she started going on clubhouse i felt like i needed to like protect her like i'll be like yo don't go in there and say that shit like like, yo, yo so give me the phone. Give me the phone. Stay out of fucking demon time room. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but not because yeah. he was concerned that I was going to do something nasty behind his back, but more because he Somebody was like, else. I want to protect you from that yeah. energy. Right. And yeah, from yeah, like, yeah um, for sure. I get it. And I also know who, know who I'm with. Like, I know, like, I'm with Chelsea Grayson. You know what I'm saying? So there's, mm. like, there's certain things that I know, like, that might be looked a certain way, though mm. you may not know it. It's true. Mm hmm you he know saves what I'm me a lot from that. I try yeah. to like save her from this little thing. So mm -hmm. like, I always feel like I need to protect her and just kind of like be her like shields for certain things. So there's more reason why I like I let her play the front a lot. I just kind of chill in the back, be the yeah. shadow, come and show when I need to. <laughs> <laughs> but he always has my even physically, like we don't you'll never ever catch us walking down the sidewalk and he's not on the outside, on the street side. He'll, but, uh, like, I used to get in trouble. Hold on, that hold on, Chelsea, because yeah. a lot of a lot of young folks they don't get that. They don't get yeah. how okay. where a man's supposed to walk. Mm -hmm. the, so you gotta I, you gotta I, break it down of it, why he's supposed yeah. to be on the outside. And this is me be transparent, not to cut you off. That was mm -hmm. me too. Um, I had to learn that. Like I had to learn that where there is an etiquette to to walking with with your woman. There's mm -hmm. an etiquette to how she feels. Uh, uh, 
protected in, 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 in even in, 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 in that space, as, as simple as that may seem walking down the street, there is some, something there with that. And uh, so, yeah, explain that, uh, Frank. Yeah. I mean, I, like I was just saying, I'm Jamaican family, like I have a matriarchy in my family. So it's like yeah. my grandmother all the way down to like my mom's, to my aunts, like they essentially like raised me in a sense. So they, from a little kid, like imagine a grown ass woman walking with a little kid and then making me walk on the street side. Yeah. And then telling me, this is why you need to walk on the street side because I'm the woman, you're the man and you need to protect me. And I'm like eight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but a lot of that stuff stuck with me all these years. Like everything she would say, it would always stick with me. So it'd be to the day, even with like just female friends I would have, I would just be like, yo, come over And he'll like, physically stop us and move us like chess pieces. Like if, if it happens wrong, like for yeah, one like, second, we'll turn he'll corner, stop yeah. and he'll move me. And, and I do feel protected. And I walk through the day, all I've walked through my whole life. I mean, my parents obviously protected me and I have so much love in the house and all of that. But I mean, I've always been super alpha. I've always been in a male dominated world. I've always been, you know, in a place where I've had to not just not be on the defense, be on the offense in order to get anything that I want, you know? And, and so I don't have people defending me at all. And then you get to a place where people don't think you need defense because you are who you are. And they think, oh, she's of a certain stature and she acts so confident and strong all the time. She doesn't need defense. I do. And he's mm-hmm. the only person that really kind of realized that I need that. I like that. I like for him to be alpha like that in our relationship. I like to feel protected by him because it's the only time ever, ever I can ever let my guard down because the rest of the time I'm running shit with my kids, with my work, with my whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. and I've always had to run it alone, you know? Um, so I love that part of our dynamic that he's there. Like well, you were, I wanted to hear the part where you were, where you G check somebody, another woman for questioning the age gap between uh, you and Frank. Cause you said you had a story also. It's kind about- of a funny story. Cause um, I mean, there's a bunch of them, you know, people always comment on it or whatever, but there's a girlfriend of mine, one of my best friends. I absolutely love her too death and um but you know she's like judgmental until it suits her not to be judgmental and this is exactly (laughs) that story (laughs) so I mean she just we got together and she was just like this was there was a racial thing here too although probably if I ever said this story to her she'd be like wait what that's not I didn't mean it like that but she um she, yeah, just like right from the beginning, she was just like, oh, that's going to be a toy for you. I know that's not serious. Cause I had come off a series of, I've been divorced for, I've been divorced for, I don't know, what, 10, 11 or 12 years at this point or whatever it is, you know? So I did a lot of dating in there, you know? And I didn't date anybody like Frank in the sense that like, they were all sort of like age appropriate or much older than me, which is just the worst, but <laughs> it's just like, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, you, you got <laughs> bored. Yeah. You got bored. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really older men have but um you know just like <laughs> in a completely <laughs> different stature in life and so when I got to Frank she more than anybody was like he's just a toy for you right now you just need this right now you need some really good dick or I'm sorry to be so crude but like that's, that's kind fine. of like how she said it she was just like and he's super cool and I totally get we can all have a really good time but I know that's not the serious thing for you because of his age Mm-hmm. And then she got a divorce <laughs> from 
And she started dating a 30 year old and she's exactly my age. And now all of a sudden, five years later, you know, they're yeah. in a long relationship and it's perfectly cool. So, and she kind of like sees how, wow, you could actually really have this sort of a deep connection with somebody. Um, and it really doesn't matter what their age is. You know, it just kind of matters where their soul is. But, um, You're but she's, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, we we were watching um, some podcast earlier, but um, they were talking about the. I'm pretty sure you want to talk about the whole Jack Dorsey deal with Hope. Yeah, yeah. I and we were talking about it, and everybody, I was just kept saying, "I'm like, damn, everybody loves talking about Jack Dorsey now." I was like, "This is your fault," and she was like. Well, I was like, yeah, all these famous ass CEOs now. You started this shit. <laughs> it used to not be that it used to shareholders. It's much easier, like it's much more accessible to the marketplace to shareholders now to find out who's on the board of the company, who's mm-hmm. the CEO, what's their story. A lot of CEOs have a social media presence, and it didn't used to be that way. You know, right. it really it started very recently within the last you know seven to ten years where it really matters now and. Um, you can be fired as a CEO because you've denigrated the brand because of something that you did in your personal life, you know, or some mm-hmm. sort of stand you took. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, by the way, that same friend, though, should I tell the racial? This is the racial part of that story, just to finish it. Because that same exact friend, she actually had a split with her young guy for a moment. And so I knew that she was maybe ready to get set up with somebody. So, um, so I called her and I was setting her up with an old white Jewish guy because she's like an old white Jewish lady like me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and this is just somebody who, who seemed like it was going to be a good match for her. And I, ever t- I didn't tell you this story, <laughs> but she had to tell you, I thought you'd be super irked and never want to hang out with her again. Well, but, hold on. I don't want to tell her if that's going to be the, is this still present now? Cause I don't want to do that now. So no, no, it's fine. It's fine. She would laugh if, if she heard the story actually. Okay. I think too. But so I called her up and I was like, yeah, like I have somebody I want to set you up with. And she was like, no, 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 like, I don't want to be set up with some, like, black guy with a bunch of chains who's, like, affiliated with, like, whatever, and I was like, first oh of all, God. what would be the problem with that? And I'm like, and second of all, like, what the hell? Like, what would be the problem with that? And, like, but I knew she was only saying it. <laughs> but, but I was like, why? But people do get it in their heads that if you're doing a certain thing, that's how you're going to do every single thing, and... Yeah. But how they feel about that thing or not is on them, but they feel like they see one particular thing and that's going to be the trend all the way throughout. So there was no way I was calling to set her up with some Jewish white guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, by the way, like you look at Frank, like that's not even him. He's not like mm-hmm. rocking a bunch of chains. Like that was just no. it was such a yeah. weird, crazy stereotype. Where I was like, yeah. how are you coming out with this all of a sudden? I've known you since I was 14. I've mm-hmm. never heard her say something like that. It was just know. like a weird reaction in the moment. I've kind of yeah. always gone my whole life being like the 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 book that's not the cover yeah you know what i mean like yeah. um they walk into a room they you know you, they assume you're one way until they talk to you and then they're like oh snap i'm like yeah bro i went to private school like i don't know what you're talking about like, yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I, i'm the same way i feel like that's why I, I struggle at times and even in entertainment i feel like i'm too professional yet i'm i'm too um i'm too for lack of a better word for the professionals yeah yeah and so it's it's a weird mix but i'm I'm educated you know what i'm saying i've went to private schools I've, I've done all of that stuff i have degrees like you know what i mean but i think it's a weird balance just in in what we do in media that 
sometimes you got to be super, super professional. And sometimes you just got to be with the shits. It just, it's, it's a time, it's a time and a place. It's a time and a place. I, I feel like right now more than ever though, it's like the perfect time for people like, like us, like mm-hmm. we're, we're like that, that middle, like, like J. Cole would say, like that middle child, like mm-hmm. 100%. We're, we're not hood enough for the gangsters, but we're not corporate enough for the professionals. We kind of like are in that middle ground. Build and the own lane. Yeah. Right now it's kind of like, I'm, you know, I'm a little low-key Bible thumper, but it's like the meat shall inherit the earth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like now we're like the meat of the people coming in, taking over this new post-COVID life that you're talking about. Yep. You oh, know? so you definitely get what I'm saying. You definitely get what I'm saying. Cause that's that's yeah, what I'm saying. That's like, exactly what I'm saying. That's and this saying. is like almost our time to kind of like capitalize on it. It's like you can drop yep. the ball or you're not, but it's like for every true, like for every true hustler, it's like another little saying I'll say for every true hustler, if you never took a risk, you're not a hustler. Yeah. yeah. So yep. this is this is the time to take your risk and try to make something for yourself now. And if you don't do it, it's kind of like it tells you. For me, right? It tells me a lot about the people that ain't doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Or are yep. we gonna mess it up again? Because what? if this really was a reset, are we just because people are kind of a little bit going back to the their old ways before? You know. So did we learn lessons? I mean, yes, we did switch presidents. Great. That was one really amazing thing that happened. And maybe that was the reason why the universe gave us that pandemic, right? To Mm -hmm. your point earlier, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But what are we going to do with this next term? Or is this just an interim term to get us to the next step? And I mean, I don't know. I just, what are, are we going to change? Are we going to take advantage of the reset? Yeah. I'm with you, Jeff. I'm sort of a cynic, so I think. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we, if we're being, I, I try to be optimistic, but I'm, I'm a cynic when it comes to well, that as well. I don't, I, I think, don't see this changing. I think we will. I think the people that will take advantage of it will take advantage of it. The people that yeah. won't, won't. And yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be no different how life was before. The people that are gonna be lit are still gonna be lit. <laughs> the people that yeah. aren't. All right. <laughs> and then yeah. it is what it is. We're just going to have a new crop of people that are lit and a new crop of people that eat shit. Well, yeah, yeah I agree with you. And, and it's, but it's also like you have to watch the way it's going to trend, right? Because the sort of amazing part of that title deal, actually, that you just raised is the board seat. Mm-hmm. Right? The square board seat. But to that's me, all that I'm looking at. Thing. That's the biggest thing for me. That's that. the biggest thing. The money was mm-hmm. less. Like, that's kind of like he can use that for toilet paper, probably, in terms of the percentage of that that he got. Because all the other artists got a chunk of that, too, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's that board seat. Yeah. That's the biggest play. It's that like, board seat is the biggest play ever. But we, we play talk ever. about this all the time. Now, I have my own opinions about this that I don't really want to get into. But, I mean, but, on the other hand, Kanye doesn't sit on the Adidas board. So you have to, uh, you have to, that's what I mean by watching trends. I have my own Why does, on. I have my own opinion about it too, but anyways, <laughs> it's not to get into, so there could be a whole bunch of logical reasons, but mm-hmm. so one person gets the board seat, the other person doesn't. What is, what is that related to? I, I don't know. It can't be revenue generation because for sure Yeezy is generating a fuck ton of revenue, right? Mm-hmm. For Adidas, right? Versus mm-hmm. whatever title's going to make for Square, Square, right? Um, that bought them yeah yeah, um, sure. yeah but i don't know i don't know what dollars that translates to right away so what what were the powers that be thinking about why did that happen and the other board seat doesn't happen is that a is that something that we can see that's going to happen more are you know are people going to demand that if their company is bought they're going to get that board seat that is the way it's done in traditional m a mm-hmm. um so i mean that well, that seemed familiar to me, but it just, I'll be really interested in seeing as this stuff moves forward, who gets to be in the boardroom, who doesn't, because 
really the world is controlled by corporate American boardrooms. Right, 100%. That kind of goes into what you were just saying before, where it's like the words still kind of matter right now. Mm-hmm. So Kanye ain't going to get into a boardroom right now because his words aren't matching the actions mm-hmm. right now. Yep. Isn't he on the board of Gap? No, nah. absolutely no. Okay. He's too erratic. He's too no, erratic. No, right? no, he, he was complaining about it. Yeah. And I think, like, Kanye West, he should be on the board of a Gap. He should be on the board yeah. of a I agree too. He, he's proven. He's proven. We saw the CEO of Adidas um, on um, Squawk Alley, I guess, the other day. And they specifically asked him at the end of the interview, um, are you going to put Kanye on, are you going to put Kanye West on your board? Because there's been a lot of conversation about that. He and around he that danced. He wow. really did. He was like, well, we're a European company. Okay, true. Right. He said, European <laughs> shareholders are different. True. Um, think that uh, the you know corporate governance works differently out there. I'm just the you know I'm the CEO. I don't have that much power. You know I just okay fine. All of that is fine and well and good, but he does have sway. If he wanted somebody on his board, the board does listen to the CEO. When mm-hmm. the CEO says I've got somebody, I think would be really incredible. The the board will listen to that. The shareholders don't have to make that vote. They only make that vote once a year when proxy time comes around. You know, mm. so you could put somebody on the board until they get, you know, validated by the. It didn't ring true perfectly with me. So I, I don't know. I, I just worry about them giving Jerry Lorenzo a board seat before they give Kanye one. Now that now that Jerry Lorenzo's over there. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly, Jerry Lorenzo's gonna get one either. But yeah, I, I was about to say, I don't think he's going to get one either. I don't yeah, think he's getting I one. Think I don't. Because if they're don't. not going to give it to Kanye, they have no validation why they would give it to anybody else. Yeah. So at, at this point, they really shot themselves in the foot. And to me, if you're not going to take your biggest revenue earner and put him in a high position where he feels like I want to keep generating this revenue for you, what do you think is going to happen? But didn't, he, didn't Kanye release information from his, his record deal? He, he put a contract on Twitter? Yeah. That was, that was him, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm sitting on a board, I can't imagine... Oh yeah. Him seeing confidential agreements and and, and other yeah. business particulars, and then he goes on one of his tirades or rants, or he's upset yeah. on but, on Monday. But, but and he, he, no, he I, got I, more I, for I does, anybody else. Yeah, but he that, got more for Adidas than Run DMC. Okay, but yeah. I can't have you just spewing out information because you're angry instead of just yeah. Call. That's a proprietary thing. Like so, okay, what, so, I, yeah, so, so what I they're saying. Say it. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, so that's so so Thank for me, you. honestly, as as a business owner, yeah, if you if you start to go uh doing some shit like that where you're releasing NDA information or proprietary information or anything that is damaging to the company or could cripple the company, um, if I am um a potential hire hiree, I guess, I, I would be uh, a little apprehensive to just go rush at that at Kanye. And that and that's only just because of his 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 behavior. I don't. I think if you strip that away in 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 everything that he's been through, and we just look at the metric of performance, there's no reason why he shouldn't be there. Like, so how did Jay Z move and show and prove himself to be less volatile, so that they were super confident in sticking him on that board? Jay Z is quiet. Jay Z is exactly. quiet. He's extremely quiet and private. And so private. That's not that. That's the difference. Yeah. 
Exactly. Right. One, one's quiet and one's not quiet. So yeah. the quiet person is going to get the, the board seat. And that's gonna, right. That's the trajectory you're going to see going forward. The quiet, yeah. quiet, powerful ones are going to be in the quiet, powerful position. Exactly yeah. what I was saying earlier. Right. Yeah. So we still have to sort of watch that stuff. You know, um, you still have to you still have to move in a way where they want you in that room and they don't feel like you're going to create such a disruption in the boardroom that business can't be done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a different going conversation. If they don't put them on the board, so yeah, Yeah. it it is. It is. Um, I want. I want to before before we get out of here because I I feel like we've been holding you guys hostage for so long. Um, What can what can we expect from you guys, Um, Frank? I'm definitely when you when you touch down in New York, I want to work out with you. Pause, and not because I want to have sex with you. I just want to work out with you. <laughs> you said um, the same thing to me. That, yeah, I, 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 and I never hit on you, Jeff. Come on, stop I know um, uh, you're not a type, Jeff. Stand yeah. in line. Yeah. Stand in line. I'm married to the guy, and I can't get a workout with him. So well, yeah, I'm, I'm moving around a lot, man. But that's yeah, I get yeah. over. We'll, 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 we'll catch up. Um, I want we'll. We have a thing here on the show where you guys are part of the family. So we, we, we'll stalk you as normal. Um, we'll support you in, in, in anything that you guys do. Um, all jokes aside, I think y'all's story is gr- uh, just amazing. Now, even hearing <laughs> all of these other little stories, <laughs> I just think y'all are crazy in a good way, in a good way. Like, it really gives me uh, some some hope. So thank you guys for, for coming on the show and just shedding light and, and, and just being you guys. Don't Don't ever change. Like, Whatever you guys are doing, even though you may feel like it's not perfect or it's not there, whatever you're doing, it 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 you have a glow to you guys. So don't don't change that. That's all. I, that's all I ask. States, whatever y'all doing, just stay the course. That's all, that's all I want. And and we'll we'll be cheering, uh, and and picking your brains and also sending sci-fi and all types of shit you guys' way to to to, to hear what you guys think about it. No, definitely. I'm with all that. Man. I have to turn that back around to you though, Brandon, because you are also a star. I mean. I think you and I kind of bonded right away on that stage, you know, on the yeah, go-to-golf yeah. stage. And um, it sounds really crazy to call it that, but I don't know what I know, right? It's the go-to-hell stage. But anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and you you established such an authentic connection with everybody in there. And so it was, su- it was absolutely natural um, and so easy for me to respond when you said you wanted to have us on because I see the same thing for you. I see a really and for everybody up here, but I happen to know Brandon. Yeah. Um, but I see such a, a good future for you. We've talked, we've, we've talked off offline and you're, um, you have an extremely diligent way about you behind the scenes. Oh you're yeah. Just, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, he does. You're thoughtful. Your thing, your brain is, your wheels are spinning all the time. So always, I, I always. just want to turn back around and say and compliment you on that. I really admire you. And, and, and my one little rose I can give you, but my brief interaction with you, you're a very organized dude, man. And I admire that. Like, I as someone it. trying to... Uh-oh. If, I'm, cool if, if, I'm, if, if I'm being honest, if I'm being completely... Not, oh, well, you, you know how to make it look good, then. We're getting some side looks <laughs> over here. Listen, listen, this, this podcast, well, this year for, I think for all of us, especially I'm going to make sure all of us, we're, we're, we're about transparency this year. This okay. year we're about transparency, about teaching. We're about a number of things. And so with that said, um, I'm not the most organized. It's why I have typos. It's, it's why, um, it's why I, I honestly rely on these guys. 
like literally all of them on here, spe specifically my assistants, Chris and Tone, like literally I call them, hey, I need this. They don't argue, they don't beef, they, they get it just because they know it's a way for Brandon to avoid typos. It's a way for Brandon to be mm -hmm. organized. So um, as, 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 as strong as I am and, 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 and all that we do, I, I really, 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 and, and, and y'all gonna see it this year to the audience and, and, and to viewership new and old. I'm really for team um, and you guys will see a lot more from these gentlemen this year um, outside of me. Um, because I, I do I do believe outside of um, my own personal shit that you can't get all I wouldn't be able to do all of this in one day record take notes uh, uh, think <laughs> a lot of people don't realize how difficult it is to actually have a conversation in this in this space especially uh, both of you Chelsea and Frank being in some form of media even on Clubhouse you know how exhausting that can be so yeah I I I take the compliments but. I rely on my guys. I honestly just rely on my team. Th these guys, like when, just like right now, when I when, when I messed up the the wording, the first person that I knew would do it would be Nas. <laughs> the first person that I knew that would check uh, the Kanye shit. If ever I'm wrong, it's Wilson. <laughs> if I'm ever wrong about anything out of this world, that middle guy right there, Jeff with the funny hair, he's one of the most brilliant people I know in this world. Seriously. I'm on, I'm honored to be on the stage with these guys and with you. So, I, and I don't really take compliments well. So that's why I'm I'm bestowing them on someone else. You know that. what? Here's how you do uh, it. You yeah, I, I'm horrible with that. Somebody gives you a compliment. like I'm cringing right now. I'm shaking no, right now. Never do you, there is the art of the compliment, the art of taking a compliment, and um, it's just thank you. I'm really glad you noticed that. I've worked really hard on it. I and I appreciate the compliment. I receive it with love. And you can always turn it back to them and give them another compliment She's back. She's and let me tell you the reason. Chelsea, I fucking hate you. I can't do that. Like, who who would have thought of saying that in the moment? Yeah, like you'd be like, oh, a grand <laughs> Chelsea's a Chelsea's a grandmaster in the life of chess. No, and let, let me tell you. Let me tell you why you need to practice the art of taking a compliment, and then and then we'll go. Because sorry, we've been talking your ear off. But the reason is. People that are general, that are giving you a compliment, usually also have a critique. Whether they say it to you or not, they also have a critique. So they're giving you the good. They might then also say, but here's where your flaw is, or here's where you could do better. Or I'm gonna give you some criticism. Let's talk about it in like your annual performance review context mm -hmm. or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't make sure that you accept the compliment and dwell on it for a bit in the, in the conversation. You just brush past it. Oh, no, no. Or that was teamwork or, oh God, that's whatever, you know, like that's just nothing or, and you just brush it off. Now they're either, they're, they're going to be focusing. They're going to be remembering that conversation just for the flaw that they pointed out, just for the critique. You want the main memory of that conversation to have been the good shit they thought and said about you. So if you focus, if you dwell on the compliment part, the critique part is a distant memory. Got it. Always walk away making sure that people are feeling positive about you rather than remembering the criticism. Sorry, you correct that. Life is Honestly. a theater. Oh. <laughs> life is listen. Life is a theater. It's all it's all a theater production, and you're you're in a one man show. You're not just the actor. You're the director, the producer, the lighting technician, the sound technician, you better shine that spotlight right on yourself and you better be at the exact mark when it shines, you know, otherwise 
that's a bad show. Yeah. And you, you guys. Um, what you were saying too is like it's a testament to like your team. It's like in a sense, like even if you're not the most organized person, you have the team around you to make it look so. So it's like part of having a good situation around you is the team. I think most of it is having 100%. a team. Yeah. Yeah. And especially being in my situation now, I'll talk about it really quick. Uh, Nutrizone, mm-hmm. company I started where I'm from in New York, and we worked with all the street athletes in New York City from Orchard Beach to Hoops and Sun basketball tournaments to the EBC, mm-hmm. Rucker Park basketball tournaments, Dykeman. Um, I don't know if you, I'm pretty sure y'all know. Yeah, but, I know about uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. And, and now we work with a, a semi-pro football team in, in Mount Vernon, the Mount Vernon Bangers. Okay. So, yeah, so we're working with a lot of, like, the pro or, like, soon-to-be pro or ex-pro athletes in New York and doing a lot of their sports medicine and rehabilitation stuff, post-workouts, all that. And now, um, actually, last year, what I spent a lot of time doing was working with kids. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the kids in Mount Vernon and the Bronx I'm working with now, I come out, do a workout. We get 100-plus kids to come yeah. out. And we're mm-hmm. doing boot camps and workouts for them, especially since they weren't in school this year. Mm-hmm. We were, so doing, like, we were so doing, like, summer camp for them, in a sense, and, like, gym class for them. And just, like, coming out, we bring out financial advisors to talk to them. And we had uh, Bobby That's Porter. Fire. I love that. Bobby talked to him one time. We had... Um, and he really likes this too. I yeah, can, can can you send me that? I want I want to share that on my page. I, y'all know I love kids. I've I've worked with kids. I have I have a bunch of things I want to do around kids. Um, send send me send me that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Right. I got a lot of footage. Send all that. That yeah, stuff. send me that, please. I would I would really really love to share that. I, anything when 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 it comes to financial literacy or uh, just making kids a little bit more sound. I'm always for that shit. So yeah, right. um, definitely send that to me. Right. And it's kind of like I took my, I wanted to take my rightful position in the like the freedom movement for, for mm-hmm. us. And I want to take my lane in the health and fitness department and make sure that like all of us are good, no matter what. Like we can, we can talk about stocks, we can talk about music, we can talk about all this for, uh, for as long as we want, but our health is number one. And if we can't, live long enough to even enjoy all the stuff that we building up right now yeah then what are we doing it for so mm-hmm. i want to take my position to make sure that i prioritize everyone especially our community our health and all that other stuff so now running made i love that right there so i should what i got yo hold on real quick <laughs> here we go <laughs> real yo yeah, their mount vernon moment go ahead go get it go get it, nah, go get I, it. I, I gotta tell them i gotta tell them this right because yeah. you know ben gordon yeah yeah ben gordon's my home yeah. like my, one of my ogs like my so, his per his personal photographer is my cousin jihad i know jihad so yeah, that's my cousin yeah <laughs> 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 um, I actually just got um, his high school jersey. I got it remade. Oh, that's dope. And I've been walking around my hood with everybody. Like, yo, you got B's jersey? How you get that? That's BG, <laughs> man. No, no, I'm like, yo, Chad. <laughs> but, but yeah, I say all that to say I got all that footage and all that other stuff working with the kids that's and all that. And that's where the LA part of it comes in because now that we're headquartered in two cities in New York and here and this is where the media side comes of it now. And I'm starting up Nutrizone TV. Well, started Nutrizone TV and working with a bunch of different trainers and highlighting them and giving trainers and fitness professionals their platform to promote their independent businesses. So they don't have to rely on going to a Equinox or a 24 hour fitness or a LA fitness or something like that to try to grow their businesses. They can do it digitally 
from their home. So fucking smart. However they do it. That's dope. And then to have me there for like production value and like making sure that's good, writing treatments, putting, you know, putting that is so fucking smart. My interest kind of lies. I have like, me and my homeboy, we started a record company back in the day. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We were shooting videos, doing all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My interest kind of relies on that, but I was never really an artist. I never really wanted to get behind the mic and rap and all that shit. I was more of like the artistic view. So I'm taking that and translating it into like health and fitness now. That's what's up. Yo, if you got any apparel, man, I, w- I want to buy it, man. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I'm wearing some of it right now, you know, wearing this. And, um, one of my other homeboys, Randy, he's from uh, Sedgwick Ave in the Bronx. He started his uh, company, Ran by Kids. He made his son the CEO. That's so what's that's up. Fire. CEO of the, of the company, but he made it like a clothing company. Let me tell you. Generational wealth, Frank. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Frank is also the epitome of that phrase, when the water rises, all boats float. You can see, yeah. like, he's supporting yeah. all of his people, and he mm-hmm. has all these, he always, like, interweaves all of his network into whatever he's doing. Cause yeah. I mean, I, I want to make a business around promoting other people, because I was never really the type for self-promotion or, like, self like I want to be like the in front of the camera. I'm more of like the. Yeah. You, you know my man. Or, you know my wife. Like yo, yeah. she's fire. Yeah. Like, she, you know what I'm saying? Or yo, you know. So I'm more of like that kind of person. So I'm like I want to make like a business around that where I can highlight people, especially people that I like and respect, and and you know that's where we are now. I have you know small staff around me of people, but we're we're growing to something big, and and I like to to projection that we're heading for so that's what's up you know, man look out man there's gonna be there's gonna be some stuff you're gonna see you're just on tv and cabs that's my that's my oh my no we we no we're gonna get an interview you're you guys are coming back on you separately and and, and, and i want to talk about it like mm-hmm. I'm, anything like that like i'm saying that's that that type of shit is important to me it's a it's this is a growth year and this is a learning year and a teaching year especially for anyone here yeah. so you still have I'm, to have him on to talk about cannabis that's that's what I'm saying. I, there, there's a lot to talk okay, about. There's I've been a lot investing that in people, that. I've been you know, buying them that, stocks. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. This podcast could really go long. Frank is in mad shit. Like he's 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 doing health and fitness. He's fucking uh, in the marijuana business. Like it, it. There's so many different avenues. That's what I'm saying. I really just would love to do a part two of this. <laughs> Honestly, we could nah, do. You a should part have two. me on the on the Friday room, man. Y'all should have me in there. Have me on stage. But that's but that's oh. what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, the men's room. Oh, the men's room? Yo, I haven't I haven't yeah. been in there yet though. Yeah. Let's yeah. just fly out to LA. Oh no. We're... Oh, let's do it. Listen, I'm, I'm, I gotta be up there. Yo, I've got I've got five hundred thousand miles. Like I'm down. I'm down too. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to LA, so I'm I'm with it. But you've never been to LA? Wait, no. How is that possible? I just, it's just never been. I've, I've been everywhere else. Oregon, Washington, Vegas, Arizona. I just Wait, never, yo, I'm learning. He said, I've been to Oregon, I've Washington, to Oregon. Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Mexico. I've been to Wyoming with Vermont. Vermont. Never yeah. Never been to LA. Hold on. So I didn't know that. We have to take a trip to LA. I didn't know you never been to LA. I've never been to LA either. I've I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get my neutral I've got a reason to go. Yeah, all I'll right, get my neutral right. colors. It's official. <laughs> Road trip to fucking Chelsea and Frank's. I'm That's with what it. we're doing. Do it. That's what we're doing. 100%. And it's barbecue season, so it's like. Listen, and I can cook, <laughs> and, and I can and I can teach you uh, recipes, Chelsea, so that Frank. This is full circle. I can cook. Uh, but 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 I'm vegan though, so you got. Yeah. No, I make vegan. I make vegan dishes too. I got mad shit for you. Trust me, uh, I, I I can uh, make mad shit. We lit. We on it. 
Okay. It's not Hollywood talk. No, this I is yeah, this is yeah, this is not I Hollywood talk. I apologize to him when I cook every night. I'm like, I'm really sorry, babe, but he eats like every single thing like, that she, I cook. She's not Bobby Flay, but she can cook. <laughs> <laughs> like she's underselling her. Oh, <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. yeah, definitely. We gotta we gotta link up soon. We Yo, Sid, up. put the LA behind me, man. Yeah, put the, put the, the LA behind, behind us. We are going to LA. This is this is when Martin went to go visit Varnell Hill on the Varnell Hill show. It's just that we're actually going to be on the show because it's our show and you guys are going to be the guests, but that's Chelsea's going to dead us. Chelsea and Frank going to yeah. dead us. Like, man, that was Hollywood yeah. talk. I didn't no, even think that was coming out. You know what? Wait, the one main question, my, my always my number one question, right? Do you smoke? I yeah. I cannot. Go, go ahead. I, 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 I cannot. Oh, you're going to have a great time then. I, I'll be in the room. I'm just gonna hang out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all on your own, man. You guys be careful because <laughs> literally, like the way his weed, how he rolls, like I mean, the whole thing. You will be on your ass. Nobody, you're not gonna be able to keep up. So just don't try. It. And she used to say that, and I'd be like, "Yo, you don't know what you're talking about." Like, well, I don't. And, then, and then other people start saying that. I was like, "Oh, do, do I have a problem?" Like, you do. <laughs> do I have a Frank smokes to get right, like to get <laughs> like he starts the day in a deficit, and then he smokes together. Yo, when I when I tell you, LA, we go. I've, I've changed my my stance on everything. I told the 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 uh, we told the brief cocaine story. How I learned about cocaine and how normalized that is. I've changed Wait, my stance on. I have a on, coke on, story too. What's your coke story? Well, my, my she's not my, leaving until she says <laughs> Brandon, we heard no, you. Sorry, we can we can end. We can end. Yeah, <laughs> I know you guys have to go, but <laughs> like, wait, coke story? Let me hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, last episode we told a, 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 a co- cocaine story about my, my yeah my first. We'll we'll have a, we're definitely gonna do a part two to this. I'm certain, and it's gonna be in L.A. I'm in L.A. In L.A. We will be out there, and we're gonna oh, cook. I want to see the plants. I want to do everything, and we're gonna have a fucking amazing time. So, um, Chelsea and Frank, literally, uh, I love you guys. Obviously, you know, um, I love you guys. I think you guys are amazing. I, I appreciate you guys. Um, I love the conversation. Um, and we will be back to the audience and listeners. Please go follow them. Uh, give your social media handles too, by the way, uh, so people can follow you guys. I'm at First Class Frank, number one, ST Class Frank. That's my personal page. I really don't care if you follow that one or not. What I really <laughs> care about is at NutraZone.net. N-U-T-R-I-Z-O-N-E-N-E-T. Yes. Right? That's the one I really care about. I want everybody going there. I got some really cool stuff. Like put workouts on there every day, nutritional facts, recipes for, um, you know, for day-to-day cooking, meal prep, anything like that. So a lot of like the stuff that I talk about and care about is on there. So, okay. If you just kind of want to see me and Chelsea kind of post up every once in a while, then you can follow me on my personal page. But, awesome. all, we do it a lot. I know. We really don't. And I'm just Chelsea Grayson. If you just put that in, that's where I am. Your Twitter is 24 <laughs> Scorpio, right? I, well, okay, so I'm never on Twitter. I just created that so I could have a link if somebody needed a Twitter link. But anything that happens on Twitter is just a byproduct of because I hit the button on Instagram, which says share it on Twitter also. Yeah. Hey, Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio too? What's your birthday? They're, 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 they're both Scorpio. November 4th. November, November 4th. 4th. Mm-hmm. November 10th. October 24th. So that's the other thing. And is anybody a lefty on here? 
I'm yeah. ambidextrous. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm a lefty also. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, Tony's going to be her man. I can see it. Tony's right. going to be her man. Yeah. I can see it. We run the world, baby. Do you? You don't even have scissors for yourself. What are you talking about? Chill. <laughs> 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 <Sure. laughs> I can't cut for shit. That's true. I cannot cut. <laughs> the left porium. I have <laughs> other people cutting things for me. Thank you. I hired oh, you gotta go to the left. Yeah, I was about to say Chelsea's a boss, a boss. Go follow these beautiful people. Uh, we want to thank you guys. Be sure to subscribe, hit the noted notification button, be notified for our latest to the greatest episode. As well as always, get in tune, get down, and join our Discord where we talk about gaming, stocks, culture, and everything in between. Um if you guys have any feedback, comments, or concerns, please be sure to hit the comments. Ask these people questions. They're, they're, they're amazing. And you can ask us some questions. And also, let us know what you think about our alien theories and whether you think we're batshit or not. We really don't care. Um, I am Brandon Killer BHL. I am the regular Nas. I am Wilson. Jeff. All right. <laughs> If, but we never get it right. It's hey, there we go. Frank, yeah, Frank yeah. That's how we end it. All right. <laughs> uh, and as always, Chris, Tone, Siv, Jeff, thank you guys. And we are out. Peace. Peace. Brass, 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 brass.